everyone. I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. Thank you for being here. We know it's a strange time. Uh, we're used to being isolated and podcasting by ourselves, but we assume the rest of you aren't used to being alone. So I, I, still, you I usually leave my house sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can still leave your house for a walk, right? I can. But it's amazing how lazy I get when I don't have to leave, right? (laughs) I know. Like everyone's like, oh my God, I'm going to do so much fitness. I'm going to read. I'm going to have all this time. Like the day just fucking flies by and I'm like, what did, what happened? Yeah. The only indication that I should be moving is that my lower back is killing me. Um, But outside (laughs) of that, I would be so happy just to sit on a couch all day long. How are you doing, Matt? It's uh, it's not good here. <laughs> well, you have some children is at home as well, so you're homeschooling, right? Imagine, you know, like normal things that you do in your in your life in your day, like you know, like I don't know, put toast in the toaster, use the bathroom, say a sentence. Yeah. Now imagine every time you did any of those things. Literally any turn on a light switch, like imagine everything you do in your day, top to bottom, 24 hours a day, you're interrupted while doing it by someone crying. Hey, that could could be my life. (laughs) Someone could be crying over here. Uh, This is a good good time to be child free. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to say child free in 33 because it rhymes, but I'm older than that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know you love your kids. Have have you stopped loving them yet? Yes. Yeah. It's uh it's over. We're done. Yeah, no and- one's supposed to spend that much time with anyone. <laughs> no, truly. I'm kidding. Like we are very fortunate and we all, my wife and I have jobs that are always from home and we are we have a wonderful school district that is providing here's here's what it is. It's a combination of having a young child one of our children is very young and needs constant attention, combined with the fact that like, you know, they would be at school and the teachers are wonderful, but they're sending the schoolwork home that we now have to administer while doing our full time jobs while caring for a, a young child. It's like it's too much at once. And that is frustrating. But at the same time, we are very grateful that you our lives jobs. are flexible and we have jobs for now. Like, you know, gr- gratitude, gratitude. Ugh, children, they're so needy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I, I heard from a friend of a friend that like her schedule with her wife and their kids was to wake up at 2 a.m. and start the day then um, to get she would work she would do her own work from two to nine. Oh, oh she'd watch the kid smart. from nine to three, and then yeah, and then go back to her own work in the evening. So and then, but when she was getting she like four sleep? hours of sleep. That's oh, the thing. I was like, where's like the me. sleep? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, I mean, we never expected to be in this situation too. So every day, I'm sure all of you are figuring all this out on the fly. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. And it's scary, but then there's just like the everyday little shit that you're dealing with in your home that you're like, I didn't know what this would be like. Like Adam and I are, we left New York City uh, to stay in a more isolated place. And uh, we didn't think we'd be like living together yet. (laughs) (laughs) And now we get that experience. And, you know, 
Well, I'm weirdly thankful that we're getting time this time to be together because we're learning a lot about each other. And um, mm-hmm. I'm learning that we're both very meticulous in our living spaces, but in different ways. So there's been a lot of like organizing something and then it gets reorganized and reorganized again. <laughs> um, but I, actually, I think that's a good thing. Better than us being sloppy. So oh, little, yeah, I'm just yeah, learning, yeah, yeah. learning little things like that. Mostly it's okay. great. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm loving his style. I like his hairband Ad- situation. Adam style. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Ali, I'm loving your your quarantine style. Has... Yeah, I've been wearing the same onesie every day. <laughs> yeah, it's pink and it looks it's like a pink. sweatsuit. It's a onesie sweatsuit. It is a pink full body fucking sweatsuit from Target. It was $30. I bought it pre-quarantine and thank fucking God that I did. <laughs> it's like you knew. Uh, I'm sorry, one piece yeah, or just top imagine, and bottom matching. Imagine sweatshirt material. Yes. All over your body. It is a one piece shirt, sweatshirt, right into sweatpants. No break. Oh, it's it's, it's the joint. Is that's that what you were gonna th- say? I mean, like how that's people sell that I'm and wear that in real life? The like what? Dream. All right. <laughs> I was already I was wearing it before this, but now I have an excuse to wear it every day. I want everyone to know that I wash it every fourth to fifth day. Okay. What, but what's I the bathroom in, situation? I have to get completely uh, naked. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I haven't worn a bra since quarantine started. So when I'm saying completely <laughs> naked, I mean I get naked. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. It's been great. Guys, I'm finding that I'm cooking more than I ever have before. I'm sure you are too, you just like by necessity, cooking. right? Well, I I'm do, not but like cooking at all because my roommate is a fantastic cook. And <laughs> oh my god, you're so lucky! I'm eating nice. the best I've ever eaten, and Excellent. every she has a little menu on the fridge, and we're having curries, we're having uh, um, chicken roasted Stop chicken, and, and, <laughs> and at the end of the meal, I go to the menu on the fridge and I give it five stars. Well. <laughs> That's what I Let do. Let me tell you about our dinner last night. We had some okay. frozen waffle, frozen waffle fries. Sick. Heated them up, got them nice and crispy. We melted some cheese on those guys. Ooh. Threw some sour cream on there. Yeah, girl. <laughs> and and finished off a bottle of wine. Honestly, like I, no yeah, bacon bits. I thought, yeah, I thought you were gonna add like we had the fries and the for the main course. No, just like, no, no. It was just fries and wine. Fries. Great. Mm, you guys are living Actually, your best lives. We've been balancing healthier stuff and and just really not good for you stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I would say I enjoy the cooking. But like there's again, there's just like not enough time in the day to do all these things. You want to work? You can't make lunch for yourself. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, do the problem that. is yeah. work is a little nuts right now. You will yeah. wear what's going on without sharing, you know, the, the nitty gritty personal details that you don't want to share. Like w- what's up with the company and the workshops? Wow. How are you doing? Well, let me we just say. We women owned business. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. What? <laughs> I was just going to do a shameless plug. Were you going to do it? Go for it. Do it. If you <laughs> still have a job, if you still have a job <laughs> and your company needs help communicating, adapting to a remote workforce, I want you to know that Jen and I are able to keep it clean and we've developed a lot of programming <laughs> for you. That's right. Uh, we can lead it over webinars. So we have shifted from in-person interactive trainings to exclusively web-based training content. 
um, which we had been doing a little bit of before, but now we are embracing it and trying to make it as interactive as possible over Zoom. Uh, so that's what's happening here. And we're, you know, like so many people applying for loans and grants and just trying to make things happen for ourselves. You know, we have to think mostly about how to get through the next few months. So it's super professional and super corporate. You guys have helped a lot of like legit awesome companies. I have a clip of one of your workshops oh, here. Oh I no. can play it for you is right it, now. Is it Trader Joe's? Blowing on it, then shoving it back in. <laughs> I, I just think it's, I think it's awesome. Wow. And also, we can have pet rats and train <laughs> yeah. them to do cool <laughs> tricks. That is the quality content where it will bring that your company. sounds like a great quarantine activity to train the rats. <laughs> if your HR department needs some help, just call an alien gen. They'll do stuff like this. Taking a huge poop. <laughs> okay. You're ruining our business. <laughs> Check out goldjamcreative.com. It's our other lives. But in this life, we're still podcasting. And I did a stand-up set in a virtual club and it was fun it and go? interesting and it was really weird doing stand-up alone in my room to my web to my webcam yeah was it more or less pressure to not have faces and laughs it was just weird like i just decided to just like plow through it and focus and not like be distracted by how weird it was i don't know i made 126 dollars in tips yeah girl nice it's kind of cool because you, you can Venmo the performers. So I don't know. I'm hoping to maybe do more of those. Also, I have a big project on the horizon. Big project. Oh, I know what it's about dating, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, I wish I had a, dr a drum roll queued up here. Hold on. Let me, let me get something. Fucking cue it uh, up, Matt. How about this? All right. Say big project. Big project coming up. Big project. <laughs> Perfect. Damn. So. Yeah. It's the best I got. Daylight, daylight, command me wanna go home. My project is I'll be reenacting Beetlejuice from my room. No, <laughs> actually, what's gonna happen is, as I think mo as I think longtime listeners know, I have a tumultuous relationship with men and also dating apps. <laughs> And I quit all the apps in January because I was like, fuck this. I'm so tired of like getting dressed up, commuting, hanging out with some dude for like an hour or more and then never seeing him again and then leaving and thinking, oh man, I could have been doing anything else. But now there isn't anything else to do. And you don't have to go on the date. They are now video chats. So I decided I'm going to live stream my quarantine dates, if you will, on Twitch. I just started a Twitch channel. Please go follow it, subscribe, like it, whatever you do on Twitch. I don't know how Twitch works yet. Oh, I'm <laughs> at Allie Gold, and this social experiment is called Unstable Connections. Jen Jamila is going to make my dating profile because I cannot fucking bear to do that part. <laughs> then I'm going to start swiping. Yes, I am going to ask for consent. And then I'm going to start streaming my dates on Twitch. Please stay tuned. Okay, Allie. Can't, I can't wait. Yes. I have a question. In creating your dating profile, are you interested in us? So I'm creating it with Adam. Allie already knows that. But um, are you interested in us really trying to port, like portray you in a way that would get you the perfect kind of guy that you want? Or are you looking to meet a lot of people? I have no idea. She's basically saying topless or not topless. Yeah, uh, like cast the wide profile. net. Exactly. Yeah. Because okay, here's the thing. I in making your I in making your profile very much like wanted to make it in your voice. I had lots of like funny stories and examples and Ooh. things. Ooh. And then Adam was like, 
Jen, guys don't want to see that. And like he went on and on about like <laughs> how we need to keep it relatable with like a, a lot of conversation starters. And he's like, this is what I would respond to. So we're a little bit in conflict about that. So should I make it very you or should we keep it like a little bit more open and bring a little bit of ourselves to it? What do you think? Okay. Here's the thing. I, I fucking love that you and Adam are doing this. I love <laughs> that you're both taking it seriously. I love that Adam is weighing in with the man's perspective and I don't know the answer. Matt Silverman, tiebreaker. What do you think? Is there a, a happy medium? No, I'm going to re-ask the same question that Jen is asking in, in a slightly different way. Ugh. What is the goal of the web series? Meaning, I, I think you should you should try to get as many willing participants as possible to make the Twitch show really fun and awesome. But if your actual true goal is to like meet the one, then you know that's incompatible with this. I've given this up crazy... on that. Okay, so then let's. All right, so here's your profile. It's like, hey, I just like like having fun. I'm so bubbly and cute. Meh. That, oh, that's no. what guys that's want. So annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, you reel them in with that, and you say, "I'm so, I'm so cool and cute," and I just no. Like they a good need time. to know that I'm at least a little weird, so they're not totally blindsided when I say, "Cool, cool, cool." Would love to set up a video date on Twitch. Exactly, I agree with that. I think we should start with something inviting and relatable, and then the next line is a little like strange. Not, not that you're if, strange, but specific. What if I am the, strange. But what if you include if you include the I'm gonna like let's live stream the date together uh, publicly? Like I don't. You know think that'd that be that, too scary? Yeah, yeah. I think I gotta reel them. I gotta hook them. Hook them and reel them. I gotta reel them yeah. a little bit. Okay. Yep. But also, listeners, the idea if you watch my dates is that you can tell us what we should do on our date. Should we get high? Should we build forts in our respective bedrooms? <laughs> uh, you can chat in with questions we should ask each other. And if my mother can figure out Twitch, she can pop on in. Ooh. I just fucking love everything about this. You're going to include the the um the date, the gentleman's uh video stream in the like are you like really hooking this up where that person's going to join and and be seen? It's not like you're on your phone FaceTiming and you're no, going to no, 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 show no. the No, 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 the guy will be seen. He will be yes. I got to figure it seen out technically, heard. but he will love be seen it. and heard. His friends can also participate. I was also thinking that I should have every date choose a charity and every episode, if you want to send money, it'll go to the date's charity choice. That's, uh, I'm so, I'm so all about this. Have you, you, <laughs> did you say the the link, the, the, the URL for this? It's twitch.tv slash Ali Gold, I think. Correct. <laughs> that is correct. I, am I your first f uh, follower? I didn't subscribe because. Um, you little bitch. I don't want to. I don't want to um, pay you for this. I got to see the content first. But I did follow, which means when you go live, I will get an alert, and then I will tune in from Wait. from the, from a, from whatever diaper change I'm probably doing at the time when you go live. If you subscribe, <laughs> I get money. Uh, depends how you have it set up, but uh, yes, you if you you have an Amazon Prime account or you pay for subscriptions, then you can subscribe. It's it's. I find Twitch's lingo to be a little confusing because subscribing has long been just the way to follow yeah. channels on YouTube and such. But when I started getting into Twitch, it's like, oh, following means I'm going to follow the channel and get get notified when there's live. But subscribe means I am actually contributing my sort of limited monthly. Um, donations to my favorite streamers that uh, subscribing and then you get perks of like oh i can use the special subscriber emoji and chat and be part of the community and such that's a, yeah. a whole layer of stuff that you can think about later i'm planning to just figure it out as i go so tune in 
everyone. Tune in. I think it's time for our guest today. <laughs> so, I got something better. I got something better. I have some questions from our Discord server, not for our guest today. We have no guest. We have no breaking news. So here you are. Who are they for? We, we reeled They're you for in you. as though there was going to be a guest, listeners. There's not a guest today. This is your pandemic panic episode. <laughs> Where we just talk join to our ourselves. Discord server. Our Discord is popping, baby. Boop, 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 boop. Today's episode is just we're just hanging out with you, and we just want to let you know that we're uh, we're thinking about you, the listeners, and uh, we wanted to hear from you and and ask Allie and Jen some questions here, and so we're just shooting the shit. Uh, I have a question, just really connected right to Allie's next experiment. Uh, this is from Stargazer four two seven two. They ask, what is the strangest slash best or worst date that you've ever had? And, I, you know, I know, Jen, you've been in a relationship for a while, but are there any are there any fun stories that you have not told yet on the on the show? I have a clear winner, but I'll let Jen go first. Oh, my gosh. Can you please go first? Because because I actually I have I have to I had an online therapy session that was starting <laughs> in 10 minutes and I need to push <laughs> it back. Uh, so I'll you tell your story and then I'll be back. Great. I want you to know that I also had an online therapy session and I downloaded Snapchat's like integration with Zoom. And um, I asked my therapist if I could do my session as a potato. And (laughs) he said yes. And a great time was had by all. (laughs) (laughs) I took some video. I subscribe to that channel too. Yeah. I took some video and I asked him if I could put it on my Instagram. And he said he's never had a request like this before. So he needs to get back to me. I mean, you know, it's, it's it's your choice to break that confidentiality. So I, 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 I don't want to get him yeah. in trouble. So yeah, no, so he's going to let me know, but it was great it. fun. Um, <laughs> okay. So my best date story, but stop me if I've already told it on the podcast is I met this guy online and it turned out we both went to Yale and we had like 36 mutual friends. So I figured this was going to be great. You know, it wouldn't be, it did, it wasn't like an online date. It felt like maybe someone set us up, you know what I mean? So we arrive at the bar at the same time. So we run into each other outside of the bar and he's on the phone and it's like clear that's a pretty serious call, but he's doing that thing like just one second. And I'm like, okay, don't worry about it. He gets off the phone and I said, is everything okay? And he said, and I quote, I know this is a lot to drop on a first date, but four months ago I had sex with this girl and she's pregnant and I've been trying to convince her to have an abortion, but today I found out she's keeping the baby. I can't believe that. I have a whole, I have some stand up about it. That was not the set, but I have some and I, yeah, it's kind of one of our And then, so then you're like, great, let's go. So my immediate response to him was, so this is not a date, but let's go for a walk around the block. And then I asked him everything. And because at first, like I, my heart kind of went out to him. Like maybe this is a nice guy who was blindsided. No, absolutely not. He is like he is like a sexist douchebag. He was like, oh, of all the girls I've had sex with, I wouldn't want it to be her. She's such a mess. Like, oh, he was like a horrible person. And then I said to him, because I was really curious, I was like, so did you bag it up? Because like, I want to know what percentage of unwanted pregnancies did you just not bag it up? And he says to me, what, you've never made a risky decision before? You've never thrown a beer bottle off a roof, even though it might kill a man? And I was like, throwing a beer bottle off a roof has never killed a man. No, I haven't done that because I'm not an asshole and having sex without a condom is how you make a baby. Except for I only said that in my head because I was stunned. 
Literally, <sighs> this is like its own fucking story. Jen knows a lot of it. Yeah. It was like incredible. It's, it could be its own episode. It's so good. But I like that you just shut. Did you like literally shut it down of like, okay, the, the, this date is over. But now you may tell me the story. Like, is that yes, how? Yes. And I my exact that. words were, so this is not a date. And you could like love see it. in his eyes also that he was like, his ego was bruised. I was like, in what fucking world is this a date? Like, what kind of sociopath signs on the apps while this is going on, right? Sets up a date. And then, and then like, that's a time where you can cancel the date. Just cancel. Just cancel. And let me wonder what happened to that guy. Like, exactly. I, exactly. Sorry. Sorry. Oh my god. It's crazy right now. Yeah. But like that story was so good that I was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. It's such a good story. I really can't follow up with anything that would top that. So let's just go to the next question. All right. I I met a guy online and uh, now we're in a very stable relationship and living together. It's it's actually quite great. (laughs) It's great. Cool story, bro. Cool. <laughs> uh, almost surely in our Discord says, you know, asks a really important question, which I think has perplexed most philosophers for ages. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Mm. Well, you know what? In these times, yes. Yeah. Okay. You think it's time specific? I would consider it more of a sandwich if you cut the dog in half and flattened it out. Oh, Okay. But the roly-poly, no, I don't know. <laughs> I just think I, like in quarantine times, anything's a sandwich. That's true. That's true. Just slap <laughs> some bread I mean? on it. Like I'm eating dumplings. Frozen, it's a sandwich. Like whatever. Frozen what tater tots. Tater tots. I call it's a sandwich. A submarine, a hero, a hoagie. Like that feels better than a sandwich for sure. I'll give you that. Listen, Jen had fries with cheese and sour cream on them for dinner. Okay. It's a fucking sandwich. It's okay, but defi- define us. So you're throwing the definition of a sandwich, which I think that the root of this question is like, okay, meat that is between two slices of bread equals a sandwich. And you're saying, no, dumplings are a sandwich. It's Times are crazy. All bets are Times are, are crazy. Wow. If you want to call it a sandwich, that's going to get you through, people. It's a sandwich. Okay. I'm on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> you're on your floor? Like you just yeah, fell I'm to on the my floor. floor? I picked up my microphone, <laughs> rolled over. I'm on my floor. I'm having a great time. Wow. wow. Guys, I'm okay right now, but like there have been hours where I've lost my fucking mind. I call my friends, so when they answer, it's like just my eyeball, and I'm like, what you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to my friend, and he was like, I gotta go. I was like, don't leave me. <laughs> oh, also, I FaceTimed this- with my mother, and I think I'm gonna release it on Instagram, because it's fantastic. You know when you FaceTime with your parents, you never see their faces? You just see like, I said, Mom, where's Dad? She literally shows me the ceiling fan. I'm like, cool. <laughs> it's just a chin. Yeah. <gasps> so good. <laughs> like, have you ever held a phone? In your life? <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Come on. <laughs> what we can say, Jams? Nah, nah, not important. It, it, there's, it's just making me realize, like, I don't even call a pita a sandwich. And it's for me, it's something about the shape of it. Like, a sandwich mm-hmm. seems to be flat. And the fact mm-hmm. that there's, like, a round hot, like, it, that's not a sandwich. Yeah, but what about the deli bun? That's got some plumpness to it. What so it yeah, really that's... is, what really, truly makes a sandwich is that all, end of, all ends of the roll are free. Of the roll? They're, they're free? That's not true. The one end is connected. Exactly. So it's not oh, a sandwich. Oh, so you're saying the bun. Okay. Now that is a philosophical mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, point I can get behind. That, I'm that, a philosopher. I, I like that. I'm rolling yeah. around on my floor She's in a, a sweatsuit. Quarantine philosopher. philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Chad asks, if you were given a million dollars to start a company Ooh. or organization, just instant check, no strings attached, but you got to start something. What is it? What would you do? 
It would be something fucking weird and artsy. <laughs> I'd I'd make my own TV show, you know what I mean? Just like self-produce mm-hmm. the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'd do something around helping people like uh oh, like fine. cook their cook their, cook their own answer. food. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, Jen <laughs> wants to help people. Boring. I know, I know it's boring. <laughs> no, I know. Just, I know. It's great. It's great. Who's you? Yeah. I'm ta- I'm talking um, too much. I'm gonna sit this next one out. No, it's okay. A million dollars is a lot of money, though. Like, I feel like we should try to make some sort of positive impact with that, but mm. mm-hmm. but also, like, not quite enough to make a real... So, yeah, I don't know if I should be selfish and be like, I'd start a... I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I should do something weird and artsy or something that would help people. I don't know. Well, why don't we split it, right? We Why not both? Yeah. 500,000 goes to, to <laughs> COVID relief. And then the other <laughs> half a million, you know, just fuck around. Make some things. <laughs> I'd love to fuck around with half a million dollars. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. But would your creativity, I think the root of a lot of our creativity is like, oh, you know, we're just trying our best with what we got and making it work and working hard at it. And then when you get a bunch of money, you you, you tend to get lazy or you, not that you cut corners, you think that, oh, I'm going to make the production values and I'm going to make hire a bunch of people. And that's where companies and creatives get screwed up. Uh, the, 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 I the, think the result is, is shittier. To what you're saying, but I also spend so much time thinking about money, worrying mm-hmm. about money, trying to make more mm-hmm. money. And if that was freed up, I would do some weird creative shit. I think I work well with confines, but like creative confines, not financial yes. confines. Well, I, I've always seen things and studies where it's like, there is a, there's usually a threshold of money. This relates to income too, of like, if you make about 60 grand, you've got your bills paid, you've got your living expenses covered, you're, and you're financially secure. And if the, the, any money you make above that, people are like, I'm not any happier than when I was making like 60K. And I think that relates to creativity too, of like, if your basic shit is covered and you don't have to worry about like, will this fucking camera turn on? Then once you got that covered, you know, you're, you're probably, you know, you can, you can let that creativity ride within the, within those constraints. But if you dump like $10 million, then it's going to be stupid, you know? Then it's just cocaine and strippers. Exactly. (laughs) Just kidding. Socially distance. Yeah. (laughs) Another question from almost surely who or what is your personal 2G1P white whale to interview? And if you're not familiar with that reference, that's, um, Captain Ahab from the the American novel Moby Dick was very obsessed with capturing and killing the white whale Moby Dick. So who do I want to capture and kill? Yes. Who do you want to uh, throw a harpoon into and murder? And murder? Well, in, in a very like positive way, like murder them. I would say uh, any unboxers. We've been trying to get <laughs> unboxers on here for a while. And... They want to remain anonymous. Yeah, we get it. But also they're wildly popular. Like, please come on our show. My white whale, Findom, and female maskers. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love your white whales. And I'm, you know, it's interesting because something that I try to stress when we approach a guest is like, we, people tell us all the time, that they appreciate how respectful we are of the community. So a lot, a lot of the uh, communities you mentioned are probably very um, c- closed or um, anxious about the the outside world sort of getting in or ridiculing. And I and I bet and we've been told this people 
other shows and media outlets will approach uh, a community and they'll be like, yeah, we'd love to be featured. And then it ends up being like they're making fun of them or like saying, look how weird these people are. And we obviously never do that. And it takes some convincing sometimes, as you guys know. Oh, Vor. It's another. Vor. Yeah. Yeah, it does take some convincing. But um, you know what? I think we're just patting ourselves on the back. We have a great podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We do a great job. Uh, Today's guest is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, this is interesting. What, for also from Chad, what are you, what are your views on having kids? And I feel like we've touched on this here and there, but uh, I don't know. Are, Allie, are you firm on the whole child free for life, or or would it would a certain would a different relationship or meeting up a certain type of person? Ever, do you ever feel you'd change on that? Well, people say when you meet the right person, then you want them. So I am scared that I finally meet the right person and then it's too late. But it's never too late. I mean, it could adopt, yeah. But I don't like, da- I've never like daydreamed about kids ever and I think if I like I know, I have so many friends like they've always wanted kids and let's let's get real, we're in our mid arguably late 30s. <laughs> and um, I have a lot of friends freezing their eggs and I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I just don't know. I think you should freeze your eggs if you like you've always wanted kids and you know you want them. And well, that's I, a I huge expense, too. Like, that's oh, a lot yeah, of investment, so too, right? Yeah. It's so yeah. expensive. It's $10,000. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I fucking yeah. want to be a man every day. <laughs> I think I'd like to be a dad when I grow up. That'd be cool. <laughs> you yeah, said that. I love that. I love yeah. that, too. Yeah. Mm, but yeah, so we'll see. But, you know, I don't think I'll be upset if I don't have them. Jams. Jams is going to have them. Well, I'm curious if the question is like generally, what do we think? Or like for ourselves? I assume he's asking like for us personally. Yeah, maybe both. Maybe both. Yeah. I think there are two answers there. I'd love to hear both. Well, generally, I think um, I, I, I'm pretty sure most people are in agreement that like not enough people really think through <laughs> uh, the choice on a lot of levels. Like I think a lot of people don't think through like financially what what will happen once you have children and, and truly like how much it does change your life. Not that I know that yet. Um, so I feel like I'm lucky in that I had a whole life as an artist and it like, wasn't on my radar to like, just have a child. Cause that didn't feel like it would be conducive with the life I was <laughs> kind of leading for a time. But I started to take the thought about it more seriously a few years ago. And I met somebody who's also interested in it. And now I feel like I'm like happy. I'm at the age I am and thinking about it seriously now, hopefully. Sorry, who is that? Who is that person? <laughs> He was in the adult baby episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. DC familiar. baby. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just happy I'm at the age I'm at and I'm taking it seriously now versus like, I don't know, I before I wasn't in the right mindset for it. So I'm, I'm I don't know, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you, it's, I feel like your timing is good. Like yeah. your, your life timing is lining Life timing up is great. Yeah. yeah. Do you call him DC baby or, you know? Um, so, sometimes. <laughs> I can't tell you one. Just kidding. <laughs> Great. Cool. How about you, Matt? You gonna have kids? I think about it. <laughs> cool. I don't know if it's for me. Yeah. I yeah. feel like when I'm like 50 or 60, I just want a fully grown adult child. But I told yeah. my aunts that and they said, so you want a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa, what? 
<laughs> That's not the same thing. That's you know funny. what I mean? Like when That's I'm funny. 50, I get a 25-year-old. Uh, <laughs> but that is true that like I wish life were longer because I'd be like, if if we knew we were going to live to like 150, I would totally wait another like 25 years to have children. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it's a really interesting... So like Jen I, wants I feel grandkids. Like we're, <laughs> yeah, but we're on the cusp of that. Will we, all us at our age, see 150? I, mean, I don't know, maybe, but like... I think our kids almost certainly will, you know, assuming that society doesn't crumble around us and we live well, in a total of dystopia, you know, like, I don't know. The way things it's are going. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, but I mean, that has already happened in human civilization or human history, meaning like you, you're dead when you were 30, if you're lucky, if you were like in the Middle Ages or the Stone Ages. So like, yeah. you know, you're 16, crank those kids out, you're done, go next generation. But now you can wait it really as long as you want. Thanks to technology. Like, so that it's, that's an, that's a cool generational thing that is, that has already happened. I'm interested in that. Yeah. Oh, does anyone else feel like this got sad? <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird time. It's a very strange time. And we hope that this is still bringing all of you some levity. <laughs> we hope everyone's um, staying safe. Absolutely. Um, Shout and we always out here. to the front lines. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yep. Indeed. Um, we always want to hear from you. Matt already mentioned the Discord. Uh, if you have never popped in there, now would be a great time. Uh, Discord.gg slash 2G1P. But also any way you can keep in touch with us, we would love to hear from you, especially now. So you can tweet at us as always. I'm at June Bugger. I'm at Allie Gold. You can email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail. And that is, either of those options are so exciting. That phone number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6548. And we mentioned the Discord, but I'll just say one more time, discord.gg slash 2G1P. And Ali, if they would like to contribute uh, in this extra time that we have to our podcast, how do they do it? If you still have a job, please consider leaving a contribution with patreon.com slash 2G1P. It's a tough time for artists. Uh, all my gigs have disappeared. <laughs> Woo! I have bills to pay! <laughs> I do. Wait, that was great. That was great. Uh, yeah, but also if you're looking to donate, you know, front lines first and then, you know. Mm -hmm. throw us a throw us a dollar uh yeah have a safe and healthy week everybody and we'll see you next time see ya the podglomerate a sonic universe and we can have pet rats and train them to do cool tricks. <laughs>